do a review of Lakutis Sichas in Chelik Yutes. This is the second Sicha for the Parshas Shoftim. Uh, this Sicha the Rebbe discusses uh, the Pasik that talks about that the Yidden are not supposed to go back to Mitzrayim. Uh, the Rebbe will discuss the whole idea, what is the status from Mitzrayim today? We know that uh, the Rambam himself lived in Mitzrayim. And uh, do the Egyptians today, are they included in this um, mitzvah of not to marry them until the third generation after they convert? And what exactly is the, how do we define uh, the problem with Egypt? Is it because of the people and, you know, or is it because the land? And the various different aspects, very interesting, as the Rebbe will explain in the Sikha. Let's look inside. Ais Aleph. From Posig Beparsha Seinu, Veloyoshuv, Loyoshiv as Omit Sraimo Goimer. Vashem Omer Lachem, Loisif and Loshu Badera Chazeoid. The Posig says, Don't bring back to the people to Egypt. Then Hashem told you, Don't return to this route again. So from this pasuk, learned when I raised the halacha, we learned the law. As I eat torzichnit umkern, bazetzen zich lishtakei mitzrayim, that a Jew is not permitted to return to settle lishtakei to settle in Egypt. This applies. It says lishtakei over here, not as a temporary, but to uh, settle there. Unochmer l'shen chazal, as we find as in the language of our sages of blessed memory, they say that that in three places the uh, Yidden have been warned not to return to the land of Egypt, etc. So this is the halacha about returning to live in Egypt. The Rambam in Zayn Sefer Yad HaChazokeh the Rambam in his Sefer of the Yad Chazok, he brings down this halacha as that you're not permitted to live in Egypt. And he brings down the above mentioned saying of our sages, blessed memory, that that in three places the Torah warned. From the fact the uh, language uh, from the lack of uh, explanation, but just closing and just saying it in a general way, it appears as that isur is that that prohibition also applies nowadays. That nowadays there is a still a prohibition, and because of that. There's the question, the Mefarshim, how come the Rambam himself, and the Riber Gefintman in Mefarshim? And this for we find in the commentaries, a big uh, give and take, how was the Rambam alone himself permitted to live in Egypt? And in general, there were a lot of Jewish communities. So it means because of all these questions and all this debate uh, means that the prohibition applies today. The Rebbe will ask now why would there be a prohibition today when we know in the Gemara that Sancherev went and mixed the whole world up so the people that live live in Egypt today aren't really Egyptians. So why would we not be allowed to go back to there when the Egyptians are not there? Assuming that the reason we can't go to Egypt because the people there are corrupt, and they may corrupt you as well. That's the reasoning of the Torah. But if it's no more Egyptians there, so... And the Rebbe is going to explain that it has to do not just with the people that live there, but it has to do with the land itself. Let's see inside. So we need to understand when there is the prohibition that one is not permitted to marry an Egyptian, 
And that, uh, that prohibition applies till the third generation, up till the third generation, after the conversion, the Egyptian that converted three generations is not allowed to marry into the Jewish community. So the Rambam rules, Paskan the Rambam, the Rambam rules, when Sancherev, the king of Ashur, went up, Bilbil called Haumis, he mixed up all the nations, he mixed them one with the other, and he exiled them from their place. And therefore, says the Rambam, these Egyptians that are in the land of Egypt now, they are other people, since they have gotten mixed up, is hotar hakoil. So everything is permissible. Now, a convert, even if an Egyptian, you're allowed to marry them immediately and have to wait three generations because we don't know they're Egyptian. He says, because anyone who separates from the Egyptians to convert, so the assumption is that he has separated from the majority. So if an Egyptian comes and he wants to convert and you want to marry him, we're going to say that this person is not really an Egyptian because there is a majority of people that are not Egyptians and we don't have to worry that this particular person is an Egyptian. It doesn't matter that he's living in Egypt because... The ones that are living in Egypt are not really Egyptians because Cherev has mixed everything up. So, the question is, so now that we see that the Rambam himself says that the people in Egypt are not really Egyptians, so, so since nowadays the land of Egypt is a land of other peoples, it's not anymore a land of Egyptians, they do not relate, they do not come from the earlier Egyptians. So why would there be also now, days after Sancherev, the Isur to return Mitzrayim? As the Rebbe will point out later also, in the Rambam itself, it doesn't say any difference. It just says that there is Three places the Torah says, and the Rambam doesn't say, as the Rebbe mentioned before, that it's also applies today. If the Rambam thinks that because of Sancherev that he came and, and, and could mix up the world, so there's no prohibition, so the Rambam shouldn't have just left it by saying that it's not allowed, you're not allowed to go back to Egypt. He should have uh, stipulated, and he should have said that only applies in the olden days, but now it's okay. So that's what the Rebbe brought out before. So, why is there Takia no difference? Since, with regards to marrying, we say it's not really Egyptians, and since it's another land, so why not? So why, why why not go back there now? We're not going back. Why was we applied the issue from the Torah when they're not really Egyptians? So the Rebbe is going to say in base that perhaps it's because with returning to Eretz Yisrael, it's not, not about... The Egyptians is about the land of Egypt itself. Base. We could have answered as some which of the commentators say as the issue that the reason of settling in Egypt is not to leave the Dortike mentioned Mitzrim. It's not because of those people, the Egyptians. That has to do with just the land itself, the land of Egypt. Eretz Mitzrayim, the land of Egypt. Afilu ven Mitzrayim is nor der Eretz. Even when Egypt, it's only the land, there's no more Egyptians there because these are new people. But the land of Egypt itself, there's no Egyptians, but Egypt itself is prohibited. So, the Rebbe says that this is actually proven, we can actually prove it in the Rambam itself. 
So the Rebbe, but this is Eich Murchach from Psak Venoisef Alzer for Loshna Rambam. This is also moving evident from the ruling and addition. The language, if we look at the language of the Rambam in the Vaiter Dik Halacha, in the next Halacha. So what does the Rambam say? So we see this point that Egypt itself, notwithstanding that there's no Egyptians, there is prohibited. The Rambam says, Yirali, Shim Kovash Eretz Mitzrayim, Melech Yisrael, Alpi Bezdin, that if the land of Egypt was conquered by a Jewish king based on the instruction of the court, <coughs> so then Shim Muteres, then it's permissible that you can live, then it's okay to live in Egypt. Veloy his hero, the Torah did not warn uh, the Torah only warned to settle there individuals or to dwell there while it's in the hands of Avedis Kachov Mazolos, the hands of the Goy Mipnei Shemaseho Mikul Kolim Yeser Mikul Haarotzis because the act of the Egyptians is more degraded, is more is worse than any of the other lands. Was from them is mashma. What do we see? What it appears from this as that isur is mipnei shemaseho that the act from eretz mitzrayim emaseho unit ma'ashemaseim for the akum we could call him. The act, meaning we are associating the degrading acts, the kilkuldike acts, the bad acts, not to the people, but to the land. It doesn't say there from the Egypt, from the Akum. But we're talking about the Eretz Mitzrayim, we could call him. How could you say about the land? What A land is uh, inanimate. How do you say a land is, is uh, we could call him? And the Rebbe brings an example, yes. Similar to the say, say, saying of our sages of blessed memory, Yesh uh, Over there, they say that there are such uh, there's such wells that raise. This kind of people, so you drink from those waters that, and we So we are associating the wells, the water that they drink, to the impact that they have on the people's life. So there is something about the wells, about the land itself. and that's why, Ebzi is biyad akum. If it's in the hands of goyim. I feel it need be had mitzrayim. Is myself mekul kolim. Rambam says when they're in the hands of the akum, even if they're other, it's still mekul kolim. Umetoris uchdorat nishbazetzin, and you know how to settle there. So we see that the Rambam associates the problem with Egypt, not with the people, but rather with the land itself, and. The act of the land, the, even the Akum, not only Egyptians, are the problem when it's conquered by a king of of Israel. The myth is their tam halocha. Now we understand the reason for this law. Only specifically. When a Jewish king is conquering the land of Egypt based on the instruction of Bezdin, then you're permitted to settle there. Because what happens is, when you do such a conquering, so the Eretz, the land of Mitzrayim, becomes Eretz Yisrael Luchol Dover. It becomes like Eretz Yisrael for all matters. Those haste, their Kibush is Poyel Ashinu land. The conquering changes in the essence, causes a change in the essence of the land. That's why the Isur to settle there is nullified. So the Rebbe learns clearly that in the Rambam, it is very clear 
that the Isser is not to do with the Egyptians, has to do with the land. And that's why, as the Ramam's Loshin is, and that's why the ruling is that if you have Goyim there, you can't live there, even though they're not Egyptians. And if you conquer it based on Bezdin, so it changes the essence of the land, then there's no longer a problem and you can settle in Egypt. As the Rebbe points out, that uh, the uh, Sefer HaMitzvah, however, writes, the Rebbe says it's still not so smooth. Because even though the Rebbe argues in the Ha'ara that the Yad HaChazoka is the more conclusive uh, and accepted versus the Sefer HaMitzvah, but still in the Sefer HaMitzvah, the Rambam seems to say over there that the fact that there's Egyptians there who are very corrupt, that's the reason and uh, so there is that reason as well. So why still do we say that uh, today you can go, uh, that today there's a problem over there when there is no Egyptians? In the Sefer HaMitzvah, the Rambam writes, Yisuri is that the reason for the prohibition is Shelloi nilmad mi so that we don't learn from their actions, which means that Isuri is mentioned that the prohibition is so that we don't learn from the Egyptians. Those are people, the people from the land of Mitzrayim. So according to that reason, so we need to explain, okay, maybe the land, but according to that reason, Farvos is do. That Isur Oich Bizman Hazeh, why is there the Isur also in that day? Nochdem was Eila Mitzrim, Shevaretz Mitzrayim, Ato, Anoshim Achedim Hem. Since the people in Egypt now are other people, so there is not Egyptian there, so therefore the question remains how do we explain it according to the reason of the Sefer Hamitzvis, uh, why we're not allowed to? Go back to Egypt. Okay, so according to the Yad Chazaka, we explain it because the land itself is problematic, so therefore you can't go back, as the Rebbe said. But according to Sefer Hamitzvah's reasoning, that it's because you're learning from their activities, but there's no more Egyptians over there, so why would we not be allowed today? And further, if the problem is because it's such a land that raises terrible people, Makul Kolim. So even when there is no Egyptians there, is a few events can design the Mitzis for Nilmad Mimasehem. So even in the time when there is the facts are that we can't learn from their action. Al Derachazman, Vahoisa Eretz Mitzrayim Lishmam. Similar to the time when the land of Egypt will be desolate, as it says Navi Yecheskel Goimer Leitabel Boregel Odom. Person will not pass through there. This is in the prophecy of Yechazkel. This is given by the man Nebuchadnezzar, as it was in the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Darf oich zayin that Isur betokfei. So the prohibition should still be in its full force. Uh, that because it has to do with the so similarly that should be there as well. Uh, the Rebbe is going to explain uh, after a lengthy the, the discussion over here. I mean, who says? I mean, uh, this question is left like the Rebbe says. Yeah, uh, So then the Rebbe says, So who says no? Um, who says no? Maybe there is a risk we talk for them. But apparently, the, uh, the, the, uh, I guess, so, okay, but maybe that's not a question. That's just a statement that it should apply there too. Yeah, maybe it is, does. But 
the question, the Rebbe's point is, how are we going to explain it if it's based on the actions of the Egyptians? The Rebbe basically will explain this, the answer, Rebbe will basically answer this, that the Egyptians that do live there, uh, even though Sancherev mixed up and there's a minority, but the minority that lives there is still settled, and they are, do not become bottled, they do not become uh, nullified, and uh, and because of that, uh, there are still actually bad Egyptians there as well, while the majority is not, but they don't become nullified in the majority, and therefore there is still an issue, as we'll see. Lachagimel. With regards to the prohibition of an Egyptian not being allowed to join the Jewish community, to get married in the Jewish community, so the Levush writes, that this only applies in the first earlier generation. But today, after Sancherev came up, Shekvar Hevir Sancherev Chulu, Vahishiv Achedev Tachton, said Sancherev removed the Egyptians and he settled others in the place of the Egyptians. So today, it's not the Egyptians. So even though there is still a minority that was left in their places, then it says, kavua. So that makes them kavua. We know the rule is, kavua that if something is settled, is considered to be like 50-50. The famous example that is the Gomorrah and the Halacha uses is, if you have nine kosher butcher shops and one treif butcher shop in the city. So if you're not sure into which butcher shop you went into, then you're not allowed to eat the meat because even though the majority is kosher butcher shops, since each of the butcher shops is settled in their place, uh, then we don't assume that you walked into the uh, kosher butcher shop because there's nine kosher butcher shops, but we say kol kavua is kimechzal mechza, it's 50 50, and the meat would be osur misofik. On the other hand, if the meat was found on the floor in the street outside, so there we say that that meat you can eat because it's called the porish, merube porish, that since it's separated from the butcher shops onto outside of the butcher shop, so then it's coming from the majority and you can eat it. That's the rule that we say all the time. Here, when we're talking about the Egyptians that are still settled there, since they're in their home and they're settled, Havali Kavua. And the Chol Kavua, Kemech Tzalmech Tzadomi. So since they're settled, it's considered like 50-50. So, why would we allow to uh, marry this uh, this 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 non-Jew who converted, why would you allow him marry them immediately? So this is, goes beyond what the Rambam explains. The Rambam says, "Bosan so you're allowed to." But the Levush asked the question, "Why don't we say that since it is a minority that stayed there, and since it comes from there, it's a kavua, it's kemechzal mechzal So the Rambam says the Levush the one who is converting goes out from the kavua because he's not settled. He's leaving the kviyas and he separates from them. And anybody who separates separates from the majority. So since he leaves that kavua, this gader is coming to convert. So it's parish meruba. And the majority is non-Egyptian. And therefore, you don't have to wait three generations. Immediately, 
they're permitted to be called. So he articulates in more detail the same idea that the Rambam we quoted before. So the Rebbe says, so based on this, that the minority was left in their places, even after the mix-up of the nations is move on for us. Now we understand why why it applies the prohibition against selling Mitzrayim. So leave the Mitzrayim was in Mitzrayim because of the Egyptians that remained in Mitzrayim. Unvelcha who do not nullify, do not become in the minority. But calls man because as long that they do not separate themselves to convert, so they get the status, the halacha, that they're settled, so they're 50-50. So you're still not allowed to go to Egypt because there are corrupted, 50% corrupted Egyptians and they're not bottled over there in the room. Okay, but now the Rebbe says that uh, what is the um, we're saying that he separates from the majority but that would be if the guy, the gayer goes and leaves his home to get married but what happens the guy remains in his home he should remain a kavua and this is going to be the idea that the Rebbe is going to present that the Poyrish means for the concept of Gators, not just physically. But first the Rebbe asks, we need to understand, why does the Rambam rule in a across the board? And also the Shukhanoruch, without making any distinctions. They rule as a Ger Mitzriz, it's Mutter Biyad, Bebas Yisrael, that a Ger Mitzriz is permitted immediately by, to marry into with a Jewish woman. Because of the reason that he separates from the majority and therefore he's assumed not to be an Egyptian. That means that in all situations we have this permitting from the call the parish that everybody who separates is Merube parish. So how could we say give this a blanket, a stam, and say and all the time we bowed as a meet mitzrim zanegiblim A minority of Egypt Egyptians were left in their places. So the Rambam should have made a distinction. And, and interpret this and, and clarify this. Whether the marriage is in a, such a way as the Ger Mitzri is bepoil, that the Ger Mitzri in actuality, Poyrish, that he moves, which means Okar Ozil, he uproots, he leaves, from Zayim Bayis, he leaves his home, but Damot is the cloud, then we have the rule of Kol the Parish Vuchulu which is the source for the allowing him to marry, that he's separating from the majority. Or it's a case where he's not leaving his home. Then he has the law that he's permanent over there, which is and therefore you shouldn't be able to uh, just marry him if he stays in his home, if he remains there because he becomes a kavua. Similar, we find a similar situation. The Gemara zokt in Ksubas. The Gemara in Ksubas says, "Verashi and Toisus and Dort Mazbir." And Tarash and Toisus explain over there, as their din from called the Porish is dafkev and their boyel is Porish from Zambais. That the din of called the Porish is only when the person that is boyel is actually leaves his home. So this idea that it has to be not in the house because otherwise it would be called the uh, if he remains home we don't say called the parish so this idea that the Rebbe is suggesting over here 
that depending on how you're allowed to marry this Egyptian, this person that lives in Egypt, will only going to assume that call the parish would parish if you're not in this house, but only if he physically leaves it but not if he's in his home. So how come the Rambam is not mechalik zayin? But the Rebbe says, but pashtus kemen zogan. Simply, one can say, at the time that he converted, he needed to separate from his home. He physically needed to move, stay out, go out of his house. The one who. Converts, separates from them. He has to physically leave in order to convert. But that's That's not sufficient. While we need the dan, so the Rebbe explains. Just leaving his house, the Rebbe is going to argue. The Rebbe is going to question. Would not constitute in Egypt leaving your place, Parish Maruba. You'd have to leave all of Egypt. That the Rebbe is going to pluruv and ois dalit. In the case of Egypt, when called the Parish, it's not enough for him to leave his house to be Megayer. He has to leave all of Egypt. It's not sufficient that he's separating from his house. He needs to separate from the entire land of Egypt. As the Rebbe is going to bring out, that the whole Prisha, just being in the land of Mitzrayim itself, as far as the uh, marriage of an Egyptian is not because they're just in their home. Their uh, 50-50 is uh, just because they're in the land of Egypt, as the Rebbe will point out. So the bottom line is, uh, while the Levush explains that the reason one could marry immediately is because called the Parish, Meruba Parish, and since he's going to be Megayer, but how does this help The fact that the person is still in Egypt, that seems that he would still be a mechza mechza, and we shouldn't be allowed because of that. The Rebbe is going to explain now why it seems like he should have to have to leave Egypt uh, in order to be qualified for called the parish ruba parish. the Gemara is in Yibomis. The Gemara Yibomis says, "Oved kichavim shekidush v'zman hazem." A non-Jew who gives kiddushin to a Jewish woman. Now the Khoshin Likidushim, we worry about the Kiddushin. Maybe this person, maybe he's not a Goy, maybe he is from the ten tribes, and he's Jewish, and the Kiddushin is a good Kiddushin. So the Gemara asks a question why would you worry about that he is a Jew? Because, but he's a Jew, he's a minority, and but anybody who goes away comes from the majority. So this guy who stepped forward here uh, must be a guy because he is from the majority. The majority are goyim. Antwerp de Gamore, Bedukta de Kvi. Now we're talking about in a case where the ten uh, Shvatim are set. So since they're kvi, we don't, they're not anymore. We don't say call the parish but we parish is kimech tzamechza. Do the kvi. Now, Rabbi Kana, said, "Where are the kvi? The aseres hashvatim." Says vayanchem. The pasuk says bechalach bechaver begoimer. That's the pasuk in Malachim Beis that the aseres hashvatim were brought over there. So in those places, since it is. So therefore, we're not going to say that they come from the majority, and that's why Chayshul the Kedusha. Taish Rashi, Rashi says, "Beduk to the Kvi," and they said the Bnei Aseres Hashvatim, the ten tribes are Kvis over there. They're settled there in Chalach and Chaver. The whole Kavu Kemechza Mechza Dami. The anything that is settled is Mechza Mechza. Veichi Kvi. Where they said, so that's why they are kvi over there. So Toysus Oberzog, Toysus argues, 
So that would be the Beduchtayu have Ruba Maseres Hashvatim. Toysus doesn't say, Toysus says that when the Gemara says Beduchtayu, over there is actually the majority are, are Yidin. The majority are from the Ten Shvatim. That's the reason. Not because of the reason that Rashi says that it's going to be a Kavua, Kimechtzal Mechza. But the reason why you can, why you're Choshit Kedushin, because the Jews are actually a majority over there in that place. Not like Rashi explains, that every time when it's settled, that wouldn't be a good reason, because why? Because if he went to her to marry her, in other words, that he was Polish, what does it help me that the there is a seres hashvot and there is over there? It's kimechzal mechza. But if he goes to her, called the parish beruva parish, it's not going to be kviyas because he separates from the majority. So even if there are settled a seres hashvotim, it's not fifty fifty because he goes to marry her. As we say in the end of Ksubas, they're called the Parish Beruva Parish. So, the language the Rebbe says in the Gemara, Beduchta de Kvi, is mashma like Rashi. Says, Muvan Favos Rashi will need learn and vitoisus. It's understood why Rashi doesn't want to learn like Toysus, Kvi, that it means that there's a majority of Aseris Hashvatim. Agam as Rashi alayn is mefarish in Mesechet canal. Rashi agrees and explains Sechetik Subas, as he says, as Okar haboyil mebeisoy, hot adin from called the Parish Chulu. That it does have the din, so call the Porush Ruba. So, how does Rashi, why does Rashi say that it's Kavua Kemechza Mechza? But Rashi doesn't want to learn like Toysus, but late Toysus is kosher the Loshna Gemara, because in, according to Toysus, that there's a majority, so why does he say, Beduch to the Kvi? Why is the Gemara saying that they're set over there? Esot Gidav Shtein Beduchta Deruba should say there's a majority over there, not the Kvi. A kvi comes out that they're not the majority, but it's because the Kavua. For Loshin Beduchta Dikviya is Muchach. From the language of Beduchta Dikviya is evident. Adoretzchavegin Din from Kavua that we're talking about the Din of Kavua. But we still have the problem, Toysus' argument, that called the Parish Meruva Parish. So, Okay, the Gemaras tells us that we're talking about Kviya, but the question is, how is it Kviya? But Okarabal, as the Rebbe brings, Rashi says, that's boring them. The Baal, the their Posik Zokt, Vayanchem, Bechol of Gerb, the Posik says that they settled over there, Zainan, Odi, Erter, Givorin, the Mokim, Kavuv, and the Aseris Hashvatim. That place has become the set place of the ten tribes. When they're far, is their kviyas nid bagrenet to their bottom, so that's why their being kavua is not limited to their homes. But this is koyl gantz chaluch goimer, the whole entire place of chaluch. As kolzman zikifinizich dorten, as long whether they go out from their house or don't go out from the house, doesn't make a difference. They're still kavua. Homes they adin from kavua, afilu v'zana perish mebeisom. They are still considered settled even when they're settled from their home. So, while it's true when the boil goes from his house, it's called the Porush, Merube Porush, that is true, Rashi says that. But as far as the Seris Ashvotim, their place, because the Pasik says, is not their homes, their place is Cholot, that's their whole, that's their Kviyas. As Kozman Zegifin is Dorton, Homze Adin from Kavua. They're considered kavua. I feel of as designer perish from Beisom, even when they leave their house. The myth is move on. Vos Rashi's Messiahim. 
Now we also understand why Rashi concludes, why Lachaira Vasid Rashi Mesif have demonstrated the finishing of Baraglach Nachdam? What is Rashi adding here? The Gemara says that they live there. Why is Rashi bringing it? Nor the Mitis are Mazbir. That's how he explains. How come there's the people from there that are Makadish? Even if they have left their homes. Especially that's the common places to be Mekadish, not in the house, but leaving the house. That they make a home for marriage for their children, which means it's out of them, they're Polish. They're still Kavuah, so Rashi explains it. That makes them a Kavuah. Unlike them, so according to this, in our case when we talk about the Egyptian, the Baal that is in Mitzri, the prohibition is because he's an Egyptian, that all of Egypt should make him settle, whether he is at home or not at home. Un Kozman as long as he hadn't left the boundaries of Egypt, I feel even that his page is basic. Even when he separates from his home, hotter the din from kavu kemechzal mechzal is still going to be kavu kemechzal mechzal. So basically, certainly according to Rashi, we have a problem. Why an Egyptian? Can marry since the Levush says that there is miyut over there, there are some Egyptians left over there. And those that were left over there are considered kavua as long as there's any in Egypt. So, what is the Levush says they're poetishly his gayer? Doesn't help them if they're still in Egypt. So, that should still be applied the prohibition of not being allowed to marry uh, an Egyptian up to three generations. Why can he marry? Why are we allow him to marry right away? Because the fact that he is in Egypt. But the Rebbe goes further. This is Rashi. The Rebbe, even Toysvis, who disagrees with Rashi, and he says that called the Parish while you will be that said when they're in uh, when they're if they go out from their their home. Uh, they will go. Will go by the majority. We'll say call the parish Berube parish, and that's why Toysus learns that the Gemara means Kviv. The means that the majority are Saras uh, Hashvatim, so they're actually the majority, and that's why we have to worry about their kedushin in their places. So the Rebbe says that. By Egypt, Toysus will also agree that as long as in Egypt, Egypt to the Rebbe's Svara, the Toysus may agree that it's still considered to be Kavua. This that Toysus does not accept this idea that it's Kavua, even though he is Polish while they're in the place of the Aseris Ashvotim in Chalchal and Kavir. This is only as far as the case of the ten tribes. Is because the reason they are in that places is not connected to the Kedushin, so it doesn't make it not Porish Beruba, that would be Porish Beruba, and that would not require a chesh uh, and uh, in that case, but mashenkin and unzer fal, as opposed to in our case, was there is to love bekoil kumt. The reason why he's not allowed to come to marry is valeriza mitzri from the Eretz Mitzrayim is because he's an Egypt from the land of Egypt. But oich toisus halten toisus will also agree. As calls man er gefinzich in the gevulim from Eretz Mitzrayim, as long as the Egyptian is in the boundaries in the land of Egypt, 
As far as the Isur of marrying a Mitzri, it's still a Kavua, the fact that he's in his house or not his house. So, therefore, based on all the above, that you have to actually leave Egypt. So, how come one could marry a woman from Egypt right away? What do we say called the Parish Baruba Parish? It's not, he didn't leave Egypt. Bibal, designing, I believe, Mitzrim, and that it's Mitzrayim. Since the Egyptians were left in the land of Egypt, now they had their love because Israel called the Parish Hulu. And the reason why we're allowing it, as the Rambam and Levush explained, it is because called the Parish Hulu, because it separates from the majority. So the Rambam, the Shukhan Aruch, should have made a distinction between a ger that left Egypt, which gets the aloha, that is somebody that has separated, and a ger which is in the land of Mitzrayim. He has considered to be Kavua, and therefore he should be Asur until this third generation. Okay, so why does the Rambam Paskin, why does the Shukhanar Paskin that a, in Egypt you can just marry an Egyptian? Because it's Meruba Parish that he's probably not an Egyptian when if you're in the land of Egypt it should be still Kavua. So the Rebbe says, Hey those in the minion will understand it by introducing an even greater surprise in this subject matter. The question asked by the Orukhashulchan. The Gemara Zokt in Nozir. The Gemara Nozir states, "As a isha is loinaidi, a woman does not move." And the reason is the whole kavod of asmelach prima in my in bais. The honor of a daughter of a king is inside, is in the house. On the river hotzia din fun kavua, and therefore, woman is considered to be kavua, not moving. And this is the Gemara Mamshik. So the Gemara continues and says, Maybe also in this case she moved because maybe she wasn't home at the time. He found her in the street. In the market, and it was Makadish over there. Who said it was in the house? And the Gemara answers, Hoda some Hodra Linuchusa. She goes back to where she is while she's moving now, but she's going back to Nuchusa, does haste, which means Afil Venzi is Polish Mebesa, even when she is separated, she's not at home. Beshuka Ashka, he finds her in the market, the bald over. Since, however, she goes back to her settled place, as the Gemara says, so then she is considered to be Kavua, even though temporarily in the Shuka, that doesn't make her not Kavias, and she's considered Kavua. So, so how could you say in our case, called the Parish Hulu, I feel the vendor mitzvahs Parish to Chasnam and I have Mita Israelis. Even if he separates to get married to Israelis, he's still considered settled. Why would that be okay? The explanation of the Rambam and the Levush that this is a Parish because he goes out to get married. But he's still considered kavua. If he goes back home later on, so the fact that right now he's not mokum kavius is not considered to be parish meruba. He should have a din of kavua. So why is you allowed to marry right away without waiting three generations? The Rebbe is going to bring out now 
that the Purish is not the physical Purish, but it is the idea that is going to convert. That makes the idea of Purish. The Birbaze is moving from Diuk Losh Narambam. It's the precise language that the Rambam uses. That anyone who separates to convert. So then the assumption that he has separated from the Rav. It's not the fact that physically he moved, but he went to be misguided. What does the Rambam add with the word misguided? Even if he's not separated to misguided. For whatever reason, he just left his home. Now he's a kola perish, meruba perish. Now the meat is the Rambam ma'asbir, but with this the Rambam explains at the taich from perish do is not kipshute. That over here the meaning is separated is not literally perish b'mokim. We're not talking about that he's separated physically from the place. Nor the meat kufa, but this itself was erizich megayir. The fact that he's converting haster perish. That is called that he's separated. Basically, what it means like this: the gather from Porish can zayin in tzvayafanim. The definition of separating can be in two ways: aleph in mokim gashmi. First off, it could be in physical place, and his Porish from a mokim and kum tzatzvayit mokim. He leaves one place, comes to another place. Belehadar lenechusa, and he doesn't go back to his place. So that is considered Porish. That's what one Porish. And as far as the Rebbe argued before, in order to be Purish Memokim in Egypt, that would need you to go all the way outside of Egypt, in the Rebbe's argument. But then we have a second level of Purish. Beis in Matzev, that is standing. In Zaymokim Bedin HaToyre, in his standing in this place as the Torah view. Zayim Metzius in Toyre. How Toyre looks at his existence. And his Purish from Ein Matzev, he separates from one condition from one situation on Geit HaRiber Natsvetan and he goes over into a, a, a second like in our case that he's separating himself from his previous standing and Halach as Eine Yehudi Mitzri he was not Jew, it was a Mitzri and stelt sich Iber durch Geitas in an ander Matzav and he transforms himself through the conversion into a different situation on the river is done Therefore, over here it doesn't apply that he goes back that he goes back home or anything else. Because he bald as the Orach Hashulchan asks, because he's not going back, because it's not the physical moving. He bald as I'm porish by stating them, but there is a chemisgayer. Since this separation is that he is converting, is So after that, it doesn't apply to return. That's why the Rambam usually is guided. It's a condition that he changes, and it doesn't matter that he goes back. On the far paskan the Rambam and that's why the Rambam shulchan that again mitzri is permitted in Basel in Alefan. Even when he finds himself in Egypt, he is in Egypt, all of Egypt, doesn't matter. And even if he doesn't move from his house, he's standing, he's in his house. Not like the Levush brings down that called the Porish, Meruba Porish. Yeah, like the Levush, meaning the Levush. Is also going to follow the Losh of the Rambam. We're going to say that it's the least Gair. But on Durdam Gufa it is a Porish. Through that itself, that he was Mikhail, is a Porish. Just look at the Losh of the Lavush. Uh, so this is the same Losh as the Rambam. That uh, it's Polish, the Rambam brings down the same thing. The Lush with Loshna Rambam, same. The pressure here is the condition. Uh, so when the Lush uses the Loshna 
of called the Parish is talking about the situation in concept. He's in din of Torah. He's no longer in any Yehudi, becomes a Yehudi. And there's no going back, so there's no problem with the Aruch HaSholon's question. As opposed to the other Egyptians that remained in Mitzrayim. Even though they're a minority, they're still considered settled. On the river, and because of their kvias, remains the Isur to Vazet Zechineretz Mitzrayim, that we can't sell Mitzrayim Shalin Masayim Vachulu. So that's what we can't learn from their action, that even according to the Sefer HaMitzvah, who says that the Isur has to do from learning from them, but they're like 50% from those that are Kavua. Befrat. This is such a entity, the Egyptians that are there. You can say that at all. It doesn't really apply. It doesn't really make uh, sense to say as they're mute. So bottle verum beroiv that that minority should become nullified beroiv. Say mitzad the miut and say mitzad the beroiv because of both aspects that we can't really say that should be bottle. While aleph sees a miut in kamus because it's a minority in quantity. It's all mentioned, so there may be less people. But do is there is to nor mitzad echos. But here we're talking about. The quality, kilkul maaseim. The problem is because their actions are bad, are ruined. Is mitzad ribui un goydola eiches. So because there is uh, the great and the big quality, is as alderev adover choshus vertnit bottle. So then it becomes like an important item that doesn't become bottle. So because they're so evil and they're so mekulkal so even their minority doesn't become bottle that's from the perspective of the minority and the perspective of the majority this majority which is the other people the they do not oppose they may not be as corrupt but they don't really oppose the minority mevatlin because they are also mekulkol, they're also ruined. As his merit was the mitzrim zayin nochmer mekulkol, they're greater, they're more ruined. On their meat, the river is the mitzis from the roif. The existence of the fact that we have a majority need be koyach to mevatel zayin the miut. It can't nullify the minority from the mitzrim. So, basically, even if the reason is the land, that's one thing that seems like in the Yad HaChazok of the Rambam, can't go back there. Even if the reason is, as Sefer HaMitzvah, that the actions are corrupt of the Egyptians, that remains today because uh, as long as they are a minority, as long as they're in Egypt, uh, they are Kavua, and either way, they would um, be considered mechzal mechza. And as the Rebbe points out, especially we don't have real abitl beroiv from the majority's perspective, because the goyim are also corrupt, so not, and the minority expected because there's an echos, so it doesn't get but Zayin. Apiyanal, based on the above, as in Eretz Mitzrayim, Based on the above, that in Egypt there is still left over the Egyptian from above. So this brings an additional uh, encouragement and arousal in in the service of Hashem in our days. By introducing Hagam as Although that all aspects of Torah gain a rainium klal are included in the rule for not Torah in its his the Torah is eternal. If Allah is manim and Allah mekoymas all times and in all places, 
from this dragon is the achiluk. Yet there is a difference between yonim between those matters of mekanish mekayim zayin kibshutam. Some things you cannot fulfill literally. On the nitzchizayda is beruchnish and yonim, and then we have to say that they are eternal. It's only in the spiritual aspect. They're not physically internal because we cannot uh, do them today. We cannot fulfill them literally. And then there is a difference between those things and also those matters that even today we have. It's physical. It's tangible. Because this proves as the in the inyonim and is the nitzchis aggressor and taker that shows that the Eternally in these items, even with more force, because it expresses itself in This is also expressed in this physical world to the eyes of all the nations. Same thing in our matter is that we can bring this out that it is in the very literal sense. The Posik says, you saw what I've done to the Egyptian governor. If you will listen to my voice, you'll hearken to Hashem, and you'll guard my covenant, you'll be a uh, special from all the nations, a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. From them is move on so from this understanding, you saw what is done to Egypt. And the Rebbe is talking that this was after the Six-Day War and where the Egyptians got a terrible uh, defeat. They were destroyed by the, by the Yidden. So that, what we read in the Posik, you saw what happened to the Egyptian. And then the Posik says, which are written in the verses that follow. I bring you to me. Now if you listen, this is, you'll be a special nation to me. This is all an encouragement. This is happening now. This is something real. The Rebbe was explaining then, after the Six-Day War, when we see the Eden Sea with eyes of flesh, with the Eberster Weist Farzei Nisim, how Hashem shows miracles by uh, taking the accounting and punishing the nations who oppress, make it difficult for the Eden. This brings about encouragement, wakes up, arouses the Yidden, that they should strengthen their covenant with Hashem, that you should listen to my voice. From this we also understand, as when Eden Zen with the Eberster, they see how Hashem is taking his accounting with the land of Egypt. Over there, there is still the same Egyptians like used to be. So once again, physically, it repeats in the eyes of flesh. You see what I've done to Egypt. Like it was the first time. This should therefore bring out by the Yid, that see what I've done to Egypt. An additional arousal. That you should listen to my voice and keep my covenant. That Yidin should strengthen themselves in their observance of Torah Mitzvahs. We should act like a special nation. To be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. This becomes the close preparation to the to listening to Hashem's. Brings about that today, when is 
The Abish are going to redeem us. Hayoyim. Today, when? Because it's But Hayoyim from Bias HaMashiach. The day of the coming of Mashiach. Kavtoch has Mashiach Tzidkenu. Mashiach said, he says, Mashiach, when do you come? So he said, Hayoyim. So he says, but it's not true. So because he didn't come, he said, Hayoyim. Because it's That was promised by Mashiach Tzidkenu. Because of Mamesh very soon. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Bahaloischo Tovshin Chof Zayin.